is out. Natural learning is in. Hey there, I am Kelly Edwards, your host of this podcast and creator of the 90-Minute School Day. This is not your typical homeschooling podcast. Here, you will find out-of-the-box stories from the trenches, trainings, tools, and tips to guide you forward. Yes, I like alliteration. We will also share results and mindset shifts to support you in your journey of living and learning alongside your out-of-the-box neurodiverse kids. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we're diving into the comparison trap of homeschooling, or rather, how to avoid it. Before we begin, though, I want to share what to expect from this podcast. This show is to be really open really honest, really transparent, full of vulnerability and growth. So tag along and grow with us. What does that really mean? It means that this will involve collaboration and community. It will be inclusive of all homeschooling voices. So I need your help. See the show notes for how you can share your voice in this space. At the 90-Minute School Day, we recognize that in addition to all the amazing, understood, wonderful qualities of family life and homeschooling, we also recognize that there are seasons of heartbreak where homeschooling is really hard and we are finding ourselves wandering in the wilderness, and that is so isolating. We don't recommend wandering alone. Therefore, we are here to support you and each other in this community. Family life also fosters healing. Homeschooling does too when it is relational, rooted in relationship. Honesty, relationship, and community is how we get through that wilderness. So grab your guide map. In other words, join my newsletter. It's linked in the show notes. And let's keep walking this road of homeschooling, staying in touch together. Each show will have a topic, a training around that topic, a tool to implement that topic, and a mindset shift to help you along the way. We will also be sharing those stories I've been talking about, the stories of struggles and the testimonies of triumph. In these segments, you will hear other homeschoolers share in future episodes, so add your voice through telling a story, asking a question, or sharing a resource or tip that has been helpful to you. Now, back to the topic at hand. Today, let's break free of the comparison trap and the trappings that come with it, the shoulds and the right way to homeschool. To do this, we need to cover what learning really is, what it isn't, and how do humans really learn anyway. We will grow awareness around our own conditioning and focus on shifting our mindsets away from judgment and comparison to holding space for everyone including ourselves and our home, to grow into their own giftings and thrive. I often get asked to help parents pick the right curriculum or what do I buy? How do I set up my homeschool space? Or how do I schedule it all? Parents also come to me with these common fears. Do any of these sound familiar to you? Can I teach them to read? 
Am I qualified? They know so much more in some areas than I do. We hardly ever complete our planned work, and I always feel like we're behind. Am I doing enough? Are my kids at grade level? Will they be able to re-enter the school system if they need to? What about state standards? Our area requires we record hours and days of study. I want to unschool. I feel like I'm failing them. I share all of this because most of these questions, these fears, these limiting beliefs, have crossed the mind at some point of every homeschool parent I've come across. We all experience them. I have my moments too, certainly. Usually it's after a really hard day or when me and my family are in a particularly trying season. It is these times where I feel most lonely and I feel isolated and that I'm the only one who's experiencing this. That is when I am most vulnerable to comparison. How about you? It's in this place that it's so easy to compare our homeschooling approach or our children's progress with others, leading to feelings of inadequacy and pressure. There is comparison and there is inspiration. I want to be really clear that we want to go on the latter. I think that's obvious to us all, but how do we avoid the former? How do we gain inspiration from others rather than comparison? Both ideas here use comparison. I want to point that out. One shines the light on lack, right? A scarcity. And the other shines the light on growth or abundance. So when we look at others, we can be inspired by them. And one of the ways we can do that is to celebrate alongside them. I am a big believer in the duality of everything. There are good and bad aspects of every circumstance. There are positive and negative sides to every thought. There are healthy and unhealthy responses to emotion. In all of this, there is learning, though, an opportunity to take that learning and apply next time. So today, I want to encourage you to embrace your unique homeschooling journey. Remember that every child and person learns differently, and comparing yourself or your kids to others will hinder growth in your homeschool. Do you enjoy listening to other homeschoolers share their stories and ask their questions? If you're like me, this is how you find new resources and perhaps experience new revelations. It is my deepest desire to share your story and your arrival to homeschooling, the struggles you've experienced, and also why you're still homeschooling. I'd love to elevate your family's unique learning journey for all of us to hear and learn from. I truly believe we have more in common than we have differences, and sharing our individual struggles and strengths is a way we can grow in empathy and understanding of one another, perhaps even inspiring a new avenue of learning to embark on in our own learning lives. So let us hear from you. Click the link in the show notes and leave me a voicemail and be part of a future episode. Here's one of those stories now. Let's hear from Nicole, homeschooling mom of six, speak about how she overcame perfectionism by choosing connection. And once she chose connection, she found her confidence. This is her story of transforming from a teacher to a natural learner. 
My name is Nicole. I am a homeschool mom of six, and I have been homeschooling now for almost 15 years. I would definitely like to share about the connection piece. That's the most significant for me. The connection aspect for me today is everything. Um, 14 years ago, it was very different. It wasn't at all about connection. It was, I was basically coming from a place of perfectionism. I didn't realize it then, but everything needed to look a certain way. And because I so desperately wanted to get this homeschooling thing right, um, although my my son has never been in public school, I have. I experienced the public school system, you know, K through 12, like most people. So. That was the experience that I was bringing into my homeschool because it, it was all that I knew. Even just having one child, quickly I learned that that wasn't something that I was wanting to, there was something about it that just wasn't um, comfortable. It wasn't what I thought it should be. And as our family grew and grew, I came to realize even more that this just wasn't what I envisioned homeschool to be. And then over time, you you read books and you talk to other families that are out of, out ahead of you in their experience. And so that that point, you start to learn from their mistakes that they're sharing, from the things that they were initially looking for and had to kind of pivot and go in a different direction. You're just kind of drawing. I was drawing from from other ex experiences of other of other families. And so over time, that was when my confidence started to build. Stay tuned to hear the rest of Nicole's story at the end of the podcast. Let's explore the true meaning of learning. What is learning anyways? Learning is not merely memorizing facts or acing tests. It's much more than that. It's dynamic. It's continuous. We learn all our lives. It's the process of acquiring knowledge, skills, and understanding the world that we have around us. It happens best in relationship with others and our environments. Learning is something we are doing all the time, and it never stops. Here at the 90-Minute School Day, we believe that learning encompasses not just academic subjects, but also life skills, character development, culture, fostering a love for learning itself, and understanding that learning is holistic, just as we are whole. We are born persons with an intellect, a physical body, an emotional and spiritual life. So that's what learning is, or how I would define it. I'm big on defining terms around here. So let's talk about what learning isn't. Learning is not a one-size-fits-all model, nor is it confined to a specific environment, or process, or timetable. Learning is not about regurgitating information, especially without grasping its real-life applications. There is an old proverb and it says this, knowledge without understanding is like water in the sand. Isn't that good? 
I love that idea, that metaphor, that concept to hold in my mind that just facts without their real life application, without understanding them in the context of time and space and relationship is just not worth spending your time on. So as homeschoolers, we have this wonderful opportunity to break away from that paradigm, from those traditional schooling expectations of regurgitation, and we can embrace a more personalized approach to education. So we've talked about what learning is, what it isn't. So let's delve into how do humans learn anyway? It's a fascinating process, and understanding this can transform the way we approach our homeschooling. We need to recognize that human learning is diverse. Every single person is different from every other person, and our brains are wired to absorb information through four avenues. Number one, we learn through experiences. So we have experiential learning. We learn as humans by engaging in hands-on experiences and activities, making the learning process more immersive and memorable. The second way we learn is social learning. We learn through interacting with others, whether it's through conversation, discussion, debate, group projects, or being taught, even teaching concepts to others. That's social learning. It's relational. The third way we can learn is self-directed learning. This is when the person pursues their own interests and passions, and it nurtures their intrinsic motivation and curiosity to learn more about things related to their interests. The fourth and final way humans learn is mistakes and reflection. This may be my most favorite. (laughs) I learn so much through failure. How about you? So in this fourth one, mistakes and reflection, the learning that we do involves making those mistakes and learning from them. We can reflect over all that we've learned, whether we made the mistake or we nailed it. And this is crucial for a deeper understanding and personal growth, simple awareness, that reflection process. So just to summarize once again, humans learn in these four categories, experiences, relationship, self-direction, and failure. And all of that is expanded when we use the tools of reflection. Now that we are armed with the knowledge of what learning truly means and how humans learn, let's apply these concepts to our homeschooling journey. Today's tool to experiment with, to try and implement in your own home is when we start to feel that comparison trap snap Let's work on breaking out of it by knowing three things, knowing your why, knowing your values, and tracking your progress. So let's get into number one, knowing your why. Knowing your why is your anchor. This is why you are homeschooling, why you are doing this. So you need to understand the deep purpose of what brought you to homeschooling. Write it down. Know that it can grow, it can expand and adapt with your family. 
please know that this is something to revisit often. Whenever something changes or shifts in your family life, revisit your why and retool it. But having that written down somewhere where you can go back to it when you have decisions to make or when you're getting worried or you find yourself in that comparison trap, this will help you reorient and align yourselves back to why you are doing this. It's so very important. So hold these questions and doubts and fears and decisions against your why. It will guide you and it will anchor your family in whatever life brings you. Our second thing that we want to use, our second tool to implement when that comparison trap snaps is knowing your values. Knowing what your family values is clarifying. So brainstorm and hold a family meeting to capture what your family truly values. Write it down. Remind yourselves of these frequently. This is a group identity that you're holding for your family, and this is such an important part of society. Society is simply something that is made up of two or more persons. So your family is your very own society, and knowing your values and holding them up and telling each other and reminding each other often what your values are is so uh, critical in just growing a very tightly knit family that understands your group, your family identity. So be sure to have that cleared up, clarified, and written down somewhere and remind each other often, we are a family who tells the truth. We are a family who thinks of others first. Those are just some of our family values. And we repeat these things to ourselves often, especially when we have all of these opportunities crop up in our homeschool where we can work on social emotional development with our children and also ourselves. (laughs) We are a family who takes a moment when we feel a little frustrated. So write these things down. Again, just like your why, these will grow and adapt over time, and so you can revisit them. Our third tool for today to help us in that comparison trap scenario is tracking your own progress. The way I recommend doing that is to observe, observe, observe. We will talk about this more fully in an upcoming episode, but just like realtors, encourage us when we are looking to buy or sell real estate. It's all about location, location, location. Relationships and therefore homeschooling is all about observation, observation, observation. So jot down what you observe somewhere. It doesn't have to be obsessive. It just needs to be consistent and regular. So whether that works for you weekly, monthly, seasonally, perhaps for you, it is daily. Put it on your calendar. Schedule a little appointment, five to 15 minutes put a reminder in there, to log what everyone is interested in, their strengths and their struggles, and then look back at your other meetings you've had with yourself and see the growth. This can be an incredibly encouraging process for you to have when that comparison strikes. You can see how far your children really have come since the former school season or just earlier in the year. When we start to compare and we feel ourselves feeling isolated and starting to wander in that wilderness alone, we are going to catch ourselves, hopefully, before the trap catches us. But if we are in that comparison trap, we want to remember to go back to these three things, knowing your why and revisiting it, knowing your values, reminding yourself and reminding your family of those often, and then tracking your progress and reviewing it, that whole reflection, right, that we talked about in the earlier segment about how that is really the last thing that we do as humans in learning is that reflection process. So these three tools are really going to help you with that. Knowing your why, your values, and tracking progress is where you focus your attention. 
when you're struggling in that comparison trap. So I hope that's super helpful. Some other things just to keep in mind is that curriculum is a tool. It is not in charge of your homeschool. It cannot solve that comparison issue. It will just feed it. So when you are tempted to solve whatever's going on in your homeschool, instead of buying a different type of curriculum, go back to those three things, your why, your values, and tracking progress. All you need to homeschool, remind yourself, you already have. There is no purchase necessary and certainly not a special room. So see the show notes for a link where I lay out the eight essential things you need to homeschool. It's an episode that I released prior to this. All of these things are free. And the third thing I want to remind us is when we have fears over scheduling, you want to remind yourself to develop a rhythm and not a schedule. Schedules are timed to-do lists, which means they are built for adults, not families, and certainly not children. Life happens and our schedules get disrupted fast. So don't hold yourself to a schedule. Hold yourself to a rhythm. Rhythms are built with margin and they are built to protect your family values. So it's important to have those sketched out. See the show notes for resources I offer to help you build a rhythm that works for your family. Do you like learning with me on the podcast? Consider joining the waitlist for guide training. This cohort coaching series meets twice a year in the fall and spring. We gather here together, learning in community to be a guide, not a teacher. Guides don't do it for you. They help you do it for yourself. Guides go with you. Guides lead when it gets tricky and confidence is lost. They hold your hand when you need it. They walk beside you in relationship. Guides follow and cheer you on as you lead the way. Get the guidance you need to guide your homeschool. Learn more about guide training and join the waitlist by clicking the link in the show notes. For today's mindset moment, I wanted to share with you something my best friend tells me. She says, don't let someone else's sense of urgency become your priority. I'll say that again. Don't let someone else's sense of urgency become your priority. Such a good boundary and reminder for myself. I want to adapt that today as our mindset moment to say, don't let someone else's success become your benchmark. And I'll say that one again. Don't let someone else's success become your benchmark. And that goes for your kids as well. It's so important when we think about comparison and how we can stop out of that spiral. So that's your mindset moment. Tips for the road ahead. Before we leave today, I just wanted to give a few more tips for the road ahead. In your homeschooling journey, it's going to be really important to remember these four things. And they all start with C. I love alliteration. It helps me remember things. So here are your four C's to kind of keep in mind when you're getting close to that comparison trap. Instead of going there, remember to curate individuality. Tailor your homeschooling approach to cater to your child's unique learning style, strengths, and interests. Okay, so curate their individuality. 
study those kids, observe them, observation, 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 and really tailor your homeschool and your homeschooling approach to their interests. That's curate. The second C is create. Create a nurturing environment. We're going to talk about that in the next podcast episode. Create a nurturing environment means fostering a love of learning by creating a positive and supportive learning environment in your home. You want to think about a learning environment as a seesaw. So it's a seesaw of relationship is sitting on one end of the seesaw. Rest is on the other. And the fulcrum, the part that the seesaw pivots on is regulation. So you really want to kind of think of that when you're thinking about a learning environment. It's the balance and life is always about the teeter-totter, right? The balance of relationship and rest. You need both of those. And they're going to go up and down with each other on the fulcrum of regulation. (laughs) And we do our best to kind of get to that balance, but it's in constant motion. It is fluid. And it's just good to have those R's in our minds as anchors. The third thing we want to do, the third C, is celebrate progress. So instead of comparing your child's progress with another child or even a sibling, celebrate their achievements. No matter how small they may seem, we want to celebrate their progress. If we think about sports, swimmers and runners are independent. No, they're not necessarily a team sport because they're not there. They're there to support one another as a team and gaining points, but they're really there to beat their own personal record. They're always looking for a better PR. And I think that's a great mindset to have. Look at your child against your child and then celebrate that progress. So that's number three. The fourth point and the final one here is to stay curious. As a homeschooling parent, never stop learning yourself. Embrace your own curiosity and model this growth mindset for your children. Learn alongside them and learn on your own. Let them see you pursuing your interests and invite them to join you at times, but then also it's really important to let them see you pursue learning without them. So go ahead and stay curious on your own journey. Just a reminder, all four of those C's to help us when the comparison trap strikes is to curate individuality, for your kids, create a nurturing environment, those R's, that seesaw, celebrate progress, and stay curious. The last and greatest C is connection. Let's hear from Nicole again and the conclusion of her journey out of the comparison trap by prioritizing connection. And now remember, connection is the piece that I chose, but over time, Uh, my confidence started to develop and then came calm. But I'm choosing connection because today, connection is everything to me with my six kids. The youngest is eight, uh, my eldest is 14, and so there are four in between. Their their ages are eight, nine, 11, 12, 13, and 14, almost 15. And today, I am a completely different homeschool mom. (laughs) It doesn't in any way um, resemble the teacher that I was in the very beginning of our journey. Everything has radically transformed. I am, I absolutely lean into unschooling now, um, which is just a much more relaxed, much, much more relaxed environment for my kids. They know now that it's about them and their passions. 
every human being has a just a bent a just natural god-given desires and they're just they're there to be discovered connection for me again almost 15 years later is everything because it's really about the hearts of my children and what makes them healthy and happy and whole and they can now just relax here at our homeschool, um, at our kitchen table, in our living room, <laughs> wherever we happen to be, they can just relax because mom is relaxed. I wasn't relaxed before. Again, I was coming from, um, I was very much a, a perfectionist and because everything had to look a certain way, we would never ever want to transfer that to our, our children, but we do, they pick up on that. And so we weren't relaxed. They weren't enjoying the process. It was. Um, there was stressful there some years because I had my own agenda. Um, I hadn't yet pivoted to make it about them. It was about what mom thought it should, should be. And so again, it's just completely different now. Um, now I'm kind of on cruise control because I have the confidence and, um, like your other piece here, I have, I'm calm. And so those two pieces are working together because we are connected. So I hope that all makes sense. And that is basically uh, my story. As we wrap up today's episode, I just want to remind you that escaping the comparison trap and embracing authentic learning, it's a journey and it's a lifelong one. So here at the 90 Minute School Day, we are here to support you every step of the way. And by doing that, we help support ourselves. So remember, you are providing your child with a rich, personalized, and world-class education that will serve them well all through life. Those failures are rich learning opportunities, and learning doesn't stop when they leave your home.